0: protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
1: Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Today's tip. Ban these three words from your emails ASAP. From Corey Wiener. Whether you're a salesperson using email as your main source of business development, or a CEO emailing your employees internally, the words you use in your emails are crucial to communicating persuasively and effectively. There are plenty of words that help, and plenty that do you more harm than good. In my two decades as a CEO of an ad tech company, I've winnowed down my email pet peeves to three overused words cut them from your email vocabulary, and watch your response rates soar. The first word you need to stop using is unfortunately. Any email that begins with unfortunately immediately sets the stage for a letdown. It means not only do you have bad news, but you're also trying to soften the blow by wrapping it in unfortunately. Take this email, for example. Unfortunately, we can't get you the report this afternoon as promised. We'll get it to you first thing tomorrow. If I receive this email, my two takeaways would be, they're giving me bad news and they're giving me an excuse. Consider this alternate email. Just wanted to let you know that we'll have the report ready for you first thing tomorrow. We want to make sure it's perfect. By replacing the defensive tone with an active, positive sentence structure, the second version lets me know that the other person has the situation fully under control. There is no hand wringing and no walking on eggshells. Instead the email leads with the pertinent news and follows up with a reason for the delay. Try is another common email killer I see all the time. It's a classic case of using passive voice. For non-English majors, I am listening to you is passive and I hear you is active. Consider this email, we're trying to fix the problem. Because try is a passive verb, it weakens the sentence and suggests failure. Use active voice instead We're fixing the problem. Much better. It's active, it's more confident, and most importantly, it makes you seem more confident you can fix the problem at hand. As Yoda famously said, do or do not, there is no try. The worst offender when it comes to emails is the word but. But negates everything that precedes it in an email. Take this for example. The campaign is doing well, but we need to make a few adjustments to hit the high end of our benchmarks. The moment I read the but in this email, my brain erases all the positive information that came before it. Instead, I focus entirely on the bad news that follows it. Swap but with and to attach your two sentiments without disqualifying your positive information. The campaign is doing well, and we're making a few adjustments to hit the high end of our benchmarks. And is a much more positive and active word than the dreaded but. Also note that the second half of the email becomes much more efficient by replacing the passive we need to make with its active counterpart we're making. Okay, now let's put it all together. Take this train wreck of an email. I'm sorry, Lisa, but unfortunately, we're having a problem with the site list you sent over earlier today. Could we try to get on a call to discuss this morning? But, and unfortunately, both give the reader the sense that something bad has happened. Also, notice the negative effect sorry and problem have on the message. Sorry specifically implies guilt. Let's rewrite this email to achieve the same objective, get the client on the phone, without burdening them with negativity. Hey Lisa, do you have a few minutes to chat about the site list this morning? Three of the URLs weren't loading correctly. This version is lighter, shorter, and much more positive than the first pass. It still addresses the problem at hand, that some of the URLs aren't working, but without hiding the bad news. Note, there is a time to apologize to clients, and you shouldn't hesitate to do so when you've made a mistake. Eliminating these negative words from your emails will have a profound impact on your work correspondence. Stick to being honest and upfront in your emails. Always swap passive verbs and statements for their active counterparts. If you have bad news, don't sugarcoat it. Your clients will thank you in the long run. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips.
0: Spoken Layer Traffic jams, tailgating, pile ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right.